Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Tapeworms Podcast. I'm Tony Tapeworm, and this is the Tapeworms Podcast. We have a special episode today. It is sort of a uh, short and sweet episode. It's uh, basically, when you're listening to this, uh, I'll most likely be in Hawaii, and Caesar will most likely be in Colorado. So it's sort of a, uh, a little bonus episode, kind of. Um, and we just want to make sure to keep that two episode a week's a week for you guys. So here it is. <laughs> All right. So for this episode, we've got me, Tony Tapeworm. We've got Caesar, Cesarine. We got Ramon. Howdy do. And our bassist, who's always a great guy to hang out with, George. <laughs> that that didn't sound genuine yeah. at all. He's always a cool guy, and he's a lovely bassist, and he's wearing an awesome Magic the Gathering shirt. George yeah. Mortai, what's up? Do you even play, so. bro? No, I don't play that. <laughs> it looked cool. That's what I bought it. Yeah, fake. <laughs> For fake fans. It's a very cool shirt. I, uh, I love Magic. You played? I played, you know. Oh, you were a sorcerer. Uh, sort. It's a planes. Well, a planeswalker is a type. I was a kind of a planeswalker. What sorcerer. does that mean? It's basically like the best type of. I don't want to be sound like a nerdy little boy, but. But you already do. So. I already do. So uh, a planeswalker is a type of card um, that basically, uh, it's really powerful, and you can put when you cast it, you get, like certain you can use its effects and it's not like any other card but anyway yeah i started <laughs> playing in i started playing in high school with my friend zach shout out zach if you're listening is that clover yeah what's up zach there? zach don mm. who's uh whose brother is actually in the ajimas which is a band i interviewed uh for an episode check if yeah go back all the way to episode like four or something for the ajimas interview uh back in the archives but yeah zach and i played a lot of mtg and uh and then ramon i saw he uh had some cards so then we started playing a little bit went to target both got little starter decks and uh started uh dueling oh. each other I'm so confused um, ramon i didn't know that you played magic the gathering i know that you play Yu-Gi-Oh. so i i play very on and off um <laughs> i'm not really into it like tony baloney uh it. I was like, "Fuck it, Tony plays. I'll play with him. I'll, I'll indulge him." Have you? Have any of you ever thought about doing competitive gaming? Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah. I wanted to get into that. Um, and I was, I think, I, I used to think I was back when I was like fifteen. I played a lot of fight. Well, not fighting. Is the um, the Dragon Ball Z fighting game specifically? Oh, like Budokai, Tenkaichi. Tenkaichi. Yeah. yeah. I thought I was decent at it, and I thought. Hmm, I wonder if I could go pro. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then I started playing guitar, and I was like, nah. I'd rather be pro at guitar. Yeah, you know, rather, like, when we would play, we, we played so much Super Smash Brothers in high school. Oh, yeah. That at one point, I was like, you know what? I've already wasted many years, like, hours of my life on this. Yeah. I might as well, like, try to get better at this and maybe even try to do some competition. Yeah, fucking Dualin was so into it, bro. Yeah, like, he we... He gets so mad when, he, when we beat him. Yeah, like... Because he would train. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be really fun to try to do that competition. Like even yeah. like you, you don't have to go nationals and stuff like that. There's definitely local competitions in like different yeah. cities, and just you know making like, events out of it. Right now, I know I'm playing League a lot. 
with my homie George here. Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing like a local competition? I've, I've thought about going local, going to like a local little game shop or some shit. Well, like a computer. Yeah, just place for fun. How do they? How do those work? Do they? Is it like land? Well, people host lands. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, I thought about doing that, but I want to get better at the game. So lately, I've been kind of buckling down and like. And that has to be a team game, right? Yeah. It's a team so you'd game. have to get your squad together, like yeah. you, George, and Sid. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> we we had we play with um some other <laughs> high school homies. Remember Eddie and Oh, you guys still play with them? Eddie, Willie, Chad and, and Clorito. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we, we all play together, bro, all the time. That's funny. Um does Michael still play? No, nah, no. Nah. Chad still plays? Chad plays. Chad still, that's funny. Um but yeah, uh I, I don't know if it'd be with them or whatever, but how how big can your squad be? Five people. Oh shit. It's 5v5? Yeah, 5v5. You can definitely destroy friendships like that. Because like, if you start doing competitions and then one of you guys the weakest link, yeah, you, everyone just you hates have to, you. like flame him to yeah. get better. It happens. Yeah. It happens. So what is like your... What would you say your skill levels are? Um, garbage. Like, okay, so so do it Fucking based trash, on like regionals dude. versus state versus like champ, like national championship. Where Like in regionals, are you still garbage? More intramural. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're just straight garbage, dude. It's very hard to actually get really good at yeah. the game enough so you can actually say, "Hey, I'm good. I'm com- I'm good on a competitive level, not just casual." You think it's like uh practice or just strategy? Cuz I feel like with it's this type of game where it's teamwork, strategy can be really big. For a league, at least for me, it's like strategy cuz sometimes I I'll get emotional and I'll let that get to me. Yeah, like nervous like I'll, I'll start running in and like just inting. Just fucking dying for no reason, <laughs> trying to kill somebody because I don't know. Because you just want to do it. Like I just want to kill him. I'm raging, you know. Yeah. Um, it's that, and also you gotta stick to the plan. And also, uh, I guess, uh, what else did you say? Training. Yeah, just practice. Practice. Um, I don't really play that much. Well, that oh, much, bro. <laughs> Tr- trust me, you think I do, but compared to other people who are actually good. You know, it's, it's funny, like, if, if it is really about strategy, like, that's one of the biggest things. Yeah. And, like, you're in a team. Yeah. It would probably, like, be really cool, like, if to just, like, suck up to one of the greatest coaches and asking him to train you guys. Well, <laughs> like, I mean. he might make you guys great, you know? Like That's kind of what you end up doing um, when you watch, like, competitive gaming. You start seeing all the patterns that they start seeing. Mm. Um, and then... There's like you're streamers and you're shit. Checking, you're re, uh, viewing tape. Is that what yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like you're reviewing the tape. You're watching them them play, how they play, what they do, why they do it, and like you'll see streamers too, like people who stream the game, and they'll be talking about why they're doing shit and all this other strategic shit. Nope. I George think it's, lay down the law. No, I think it's worth strategy because, I mean, there's a bunch of pro teams, and to be pro, you're like. You're literally like 0.01 top percent, right? You're like the best of the best, top 200. And out of the best 200 players on the server, only a handful go pro. And then they're supposed to be the best, right? They practice a lot, but a lot of pro teams, they just get destroyed all the time because they have no strategy. They're just running around. They're all good players, but they just don't know how to apply their skill to the mm. game. The one, thing I hear about, the one thing I hear about League is that it is sort of like you can it's a long gameplay for maybe a, a maybe you could win or lose but it's just like the game takes a while and you, to be get good it, it's like in in long increments you have to really play yeah you have to really dedicate like 9 hours a day or some shit yeah and That's i'm not intense. about that i'll play like maybe 5 or 4 <laughs> 
And even then, no, see, we're laughing. See, yeah, laugh, yeah, but, but even like, then, like, that's... You, you, think, know, you think that's a lot, but that's, that's only, like, four games. That, that just kind of shows yeah, my, like, prior conditioning to video like, games and, like, what, what the... Ne- like the, that's only... F- the media has told me. Yeah. Because, you know, if if... We usually respect a lot of things when there's mastery involved. Yeah. Like, sports, just books like just the arts and stuff you know but for yeah. some reason i'm conditioned to laugh when someone plays video games that long yeah. seeking like to reach a higher level well but we're y- trying to change I the say, narrative i here. say four hours and you think oh he's just sitting down for four hours no yeah. I'll, pl- I'll play like two games before, before before going to work so like two hours before work and then after work i'll come and play two more games that's four you hours you should like already. stop calling it games and say like i'm matches. training Oh, like, that way you're gonna change the narrative. That's weird. I mean, I want to, I want to get, I want to get good, but I don't want like, like people are like, "What's Ramon doing right now?" I'm like, "Oh, he's training." I'm not trying to go serious. Or and they're like, like "Wow." I think in the in if I you're in the, be in the gaming community, it's like that. But I feel from the outside looking in, it's like still sounds sort of, you know, like uh, it's cringy. I don't know, maybe cringy. I can see where Caesar's coming from. Of like, <laughs> if you were to spend four four hours like working out or four hours uh, writing, ri- writing, playing guitar or something, it's yeah. different. But people are like, "Wow, but, he's so dedicated." But the thing <laughs> is, with video games or at least League, maybe it's it's like one to one. Like you, if for Caesar to like watch you, yeah. you wouldn't really understand. Like you actually getting better. Yeah, like doesn't seem tangible. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like yeah. if you were to play guitar for four hours, you could actually hear the improvements or you yeah. Know, it's, it's out, funny you too, like, like chess. For some reason, someone plays chess for five hours. We're like, wow, what a genius! <laughs> like you just sound intelligent. Yeah, yeah. He's playing chess, not checkers. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but then I mean, again, that's similar too. Where even though it's a game, it's like physical, and it's chess is like a normal game. I uh, I visited one of the biggest graveyards in the whole nation this weekend. Oh. Um, Rose Hills. Uh, check it out. It, I, I walked in and I literally asked Emma, my girlfriend, I was like, is this a like a cemetery or a resort? Because huh. it was beautiful and huge. And there's like a hiking trail. There's, there's like, like a, a lake. There's a shit. fountain. There's like a chapel. There's like artwork. It's enormous. Like you can just go walk there and go for a jog, which is probably disrespectful. It looked like a park and shit. Yeah, it looked like a park. But one thing I did notice is they had a chapel there and they had like a mosaic of a like, I don't know, it just looked like a religious religious artwork yeah and it was a guy like uh succumbing to the light coming from the sky and there was like uh like the prickle pear cactus and like different things and so now i really appreciate mosaic art because that was one of the most beautiful pieces of artwork i've ever seen in my life with the glass and everything well it was it was just all tile Uh, but um it was it was gorgeous yeah i like mosaics too yeah i've seen some glass art and like churches that i Mm. really enjoyed I feel you on that. I really, I really like the color and stuff. And uh, I don't know, on a smaller level, just like getting a bunch of magazine clippings and like p- gluing them all t- t- like pieces together. It's it's sort of mosaic, more of a collage, yeah. but just like having all these little pieces, jagged pieces, creating something larger. I don't know, kind of cool. That's. I think if I ever decide to pick up any other new form of art, I might try to like check out uh, mosaic. That that's really cool. Yeah, definitely. Where'd you get that shirt? At, at a thrift store. Goodwill or? Savers. Ooh, I've wanted to go. Those are like the big ones, yeah, right? Yeah, they're like, they're like the, the huge ass ones. Are they, uh, where's where's the nearest one from here? Oh, it's super far. It's yeah, I've, I've right by Carson, Lomita. Man. 
Yes, so far. So you, so you got to kind of make a day out of it. So any, uh, is that just in your haul or what else do you get? Just that shirt? Um, today I just got this, but I, I just go all the time and then I find random stuff. I found other shirts. We got to go there as a band and like vlog it or something. That'd be kind of cute. Some content. Vlogs? Or vlog it or just record it or, or I don't know, something. I, I, I really wanted to go to that Savers for a while. So why are you thrifting? Because I want to find stuff for myself. I really like the look of old faded shirts. Um, I'm also <laughs> trying to find stuff to sell. I have a little little side hustle going. Uh, and I'm Depop? Just, you got Depop? No, it's on Grailed. Uh, on what? Grailed. What is that? Uh, it's an online website where people just sell their used clothing or they... And they sell new stuff that comes <laughs> out. Sell your pennies? No, not like that. <laughs> it has to be somewhat nice. I mean, people use it for high fashion brands or just like vintage stuff. It's really popular. So it's definitely not like budget used clothing, right? It's like people go in there for like rare stuff. Yeah. You got yeah. that rare. Yeah, you got that rare. You could find <laughs> no, you could find budget stuff. <laughs> you could find budget stuff, which is the kind of store I'm trying to do. That's why I'm, I'm going to thrift a lot. Mm-hmm. I've like I've never gone this much, but. What's it called again? Savers. Savers. Wait, the the, the, the online one? Oh, Grailed. Grailed. Like the Holy Grail. I L E D. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm gonna cool. check to see if they have any Adidas campus. I'm down to get some. No, these they ones. probably do. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they probably do. One thing about that's really cool about thrifting is like, there's this whole narrative of fashion and like it never stops. It's never. It's always like trying to make more things and. And thrifting like takes a step back and like, hey, we already have all this pre-existing clothing. Let's just let's just you know repurpose it and re- refashion it into you know. There's kind of an, an environmental aspect to it. Would you say? Yeah, it's actually very popular amongst younger people like us, and even even more younger like high schoolers. Mm-hmm. Like it's become trendy actually in fashion <laughs> to use or. Like you said, repurpose stuff. You get old shirts. You might cut it up and sew it differently. You might sew different shirts together. But just you, vintage clothing, you're essentially recycling, right? And yeah. there's a lot of talk about the environment and climate mm-hmm. change and all that stuff. So people don't want to contribute to more waste. So the thrifting is super huge, way more than it used to be. Yeah. Damn, it's, it's going green to thrift. Essentially, because... In, in other sorts of news, fast fashion has gotten... They, they've gotten put on blast, right? Yeah, like H&M, right? They just got roasted because like, they, they throw away like tons of clothing that are so cheap that they're essentially like 99% plastic and stuff. Damn. Yeah, like, they use synthetic materi- yeah. materials in their clothes, right? Contributing to more waste. But we're also forgetting the fact that they exploit people, right? With labor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They have kids I making totally shit. Forgot, just past the materials, like the labor of putting making new clothes and, and factories. That's a huge other whole factor. Damn. Yeah, because you can get a shirt at H and M right for like under ten bucks, but why is it under ten bucks, yeah. right? <laughs> true, very true. Huh. Yeah, it's pretty easy to forget, and still most people they don't really think about it, right? They're still super mm-hmm. multi-billion-dollar industry, right? Or yeah. businesses, I should say. Mm-hmm. But uh, despite that, I mean, there's handfuls of people. They just don't want to contribute to that. So they do yeah. their part by not buying there, 
buying used shit. I used to have a homie who would go into those big chain stores, fucking Forever Twenty One and Paxson and all that shit. Oh, and he what? would he would like come up on shit as a as a um, protest to all those to all those oh, big yeah. businesses to big business, you know, <laughs> you know, because yeah, that that'll teach them, right? Yeah, good yeah. times. Uh, confirmed, they do have Adidas uh, campus shoes on here. Might actually buy some right now. Why do you like that shoe so much? Oh. What's the? <laughs> it's just what I've always bought since like high school. I just always like those shoes. Um, they they're made wider, so like they just fit my foot better. And I've always just liked the look. They're really basic, so like they just kind of go with things. Mm-hmm. I thought it was because you liked to skate back in the day, you know? Nah, Adidas campus suck for skating. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <coughs> Maybe that's why. Hmm. Nah, I was like one of those kids with like the the torta shoes. Like, I used to wear Fallen, uh, oh, that brand. Yeah. Oh, the and those were just, like, huge. Like, my <laughs> yeah. foot looks so... I look like a Cabbage Patch Kid or, like, a Build-A-Bear. Like, yeah. that's how my oh, foot looks. But, th- I mean, those are necessary. Like, they're really padded, so if anything hits your foot, it's good. That's... I can imagine you with those big-ass shoes. Or, like, yeah. Osiris. Do you Osiris? <laughs> no, I never wore those. Man. I thought they were cool, though. Yeah. I never got them, um. though. I think there was, like, some childish thing about me. I guess I'd still do this to this day. Like, I, I'm do- loyal to Adidas Campus. But there was something about my first skate shoes were a Fallen brand. And so I was like, you know what? This is my brand. Like, I got to be loyal to this. And so I always bought those shoes to skate. I was a DC guy. Oh. <laughs> I, is that, I, I really didn't know that much in the uh, skate culture, but what was DC to you? Anything? I, I, didn't, I thought it was cool back in the day. Yeah, it, yeah, I think it was just cool in general. Yeah. yeah. You know, like Monster Energy hats yeah. and all that bullshit. Yeah, that's yeah. that was a weird time. Like <laughs> Monster Energy, just DC, what else? Like, I mean, Red Bull, all those energy drinks. Yeah. Just, like marketing to the youth. Yeah, the X Games. X Games, BMX, skateboarding, man. That's rebellious shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, because your mom, everyone's mom tells their kid, do not drink monster. You're going to get a heart <laughs> attack and die. Well, <laughs> and so you're like, whatever, mom. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, how's working for Christian Mingle, George? <laughs> I'm not working for oh. Christian Mingle, but it's something basic, like it, right? Yeah, something <laughs> like it. And I wouldn't say working either. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm just a lowly intern. It's, it's so uh, nice. You wouldn't call it work? No. We're so passionate about it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one day it will be that way. Yeah. But it's all right. Mm -hmm. Um, I do design work. So I'm designing the interface first, you know, all the little buttons, all the layout Mm -hmm. of everything, the colors. Uh, That's what I'm in charge of, yeah. It must be cool, like, uh, playing Cupid, like being a matchmaker. I feel like that's kind of cool, like, at least contributing to that uh, thing of just like, hey... I'm making this so maybe you can fall in love with someone. Well, so it could be a little fulfilling. Yeah. I mean, it's fulfilling because I like to be creative. I like being yeah. artistic. And mm-hmm. in, in that way, I find it fulfilling. Um, I don't think it would matter what I'm contributing to as long as I get to design. And, mm-hmm. and it's also about solving a problem, but you're using design to solve it. Yeah, so that's really cool. Yeah, well, I mean, to Protus's point about how, you know, you make this dating website and then someone falls in love, you could also be like, it could hurt you because, you know, you make the website and someone gets an STI. 
Someone gets an STD. It's because of, of your website. Oh, yeah. It's not because of my website. It's because <laughs> of them. <laughs> or like you click the wrong button because of your mistake and like... That's like the STD. Never mind. What? <laughs> they get an STD from meeting the wrong person because of a design flaw. Maybe no. That I I don't I, know. I'm just thinking about this. Is like back end stuff, right? The design is that considered back end? No, it's front end. It's front end. Yeah. Oh, okay. Back end is all the people actually writing the code for it. Mm. That's back. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah back end yeah, yeah, yeah. is what back goes end on is, the background. is building it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Front end is all the. The little tweaks. Yeah, it's all the the little fancy you, schmancy you, uh, stuff. The page is loading. You have a little thing spinning or something. How would you compare yeah. it to like a car? If you're if you're building a car, <laughs> what's is the front end like the the outside of it and yeah. the back end is like the motor. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's actually a good analogy for people who are confused. Yeah, I I sort of am, but I think sort of got it from that. What you guys saying? Yeah, and I mean. And to that point, too, most people don't really know how an engine works, right, or how to fix it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty easy to draw a car, right? Yeah. Just, yeah, you know, a couple wheels. Like a Cybertruck. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but to draw a really nice car that has yeah. nice, you know, little... You, need a, you need, still need a practice, though, to actually make yeah. it look nice. And when, but that's what people see, right? You need to crack it open, and then you'll see the engine. You you see what makes it work. Yeah. What what uh, drew you to like UI UX design and all that? Well, I found myself spending a lot of time on the computer, and then this is computer based work, so that works. But it was mostly because I liked I've always liked to draw things, or I always like to play around with making stuff. And so this is a kind of a cool way to bring the two things together. I'm using my computer to just design stuff. It, it's, it feels pretty satisfying because, like I said earlier, it's about solving problems too, right? And this app, it's like, it's brand new. It started off as just an idea people had, but they're like, how do we do it? And then it's it's my job to come here and make it make it work. And then... You can also use what I studied in school to improve things that exist already. So say, for example, there's eBay. I think eBay is kind of for boomers. Like it's, oh, it's, it's fucking... <laughs> it's kind Shout of... to Caesar. He's a, it's a big eBay. I sell to boomers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, it doesn't really look modern. Like it's just... Yeah, it, it's pretty dumb. Um, it d- definitely, like, when it comes to the whole user-friendliness... And and not even just the user friendliness, like, like when you go on Amazon, like there's all types of cookies, all types of things where they save what you like, nice what you don't like. It, it yeah, like things pop up. Like you click on this, it's really pretty. Um, with eBay, is it looks like it's HTML half the time, and like no other like stuff. But yeah, that works definitely for boomers because you know you have all these things popping up at you, and you're a boomer. It's like ah, oh, what's happening? Am I getting spammed or like they don't really know what's happening? But with eBay, you know, you just see what you need to see, and and that's all you need. Yeah, I've tried to find stuff on eBay, but it's it's kind of it's much harder than from other websites. Yeah, it's just so much going on, and then the categories are on the side too; they're not even alphabetical, so that makes it harder. It's like little things like that that they could improve. So, what do you think sets yours, a comp- or the place you're interning for from Christian Mingle? Would you say there's a, a big, like, step difference or? 
Okay, I don't use Christian Mingle, so I wouldn't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. What's what's unique about about this idea for dating? Because you know, it well, seems like it's 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 every app is a dating app, but what's different? Well, they're for one, they're trying to be really strict with the people that are actually allowed to use it. Ooh, so you exclusive. have to, yeah, like you that. have to answer some questions about your faith. And then those, and then the, your answers are reviewed, and and then they'll see like, is this person a true Christian? That's the thing. It's supposed to be for <laughs> true Christians. That's actually really sick. I like that idea. And there's also going to be like a little, I think a networking thing, like kind of like Facebook, where mm. people can share local events or just stuff that's going on like that. Do, is there an abstinence test? uh no <laughs> wait there's a question i think do you believe in abstinence until Ooh, we, yeah see there you go yeah there's a question about that damn so it's not just it, it's not just like a, a hookup app like tinder it's natural. no yeah it's supposed to be i guess the polar opposite of tinder yeah. you know you're just cool. supposed to be serious find someone to share your true christian love with right <laughs> do you uh that's what we all want really. ever get any ideas for your own apps for my own? Yeah. I don't know. You don't have to disclose them here. Because <laughs> then people are going to steal them. Yeah. But well, yeah, any 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 hints? No, I'm not thinking about making an app. Oh, uh, he's I playing chess. <laughs> 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 I'm thinking of making my own clothes. Uh, not really an app. Mm. Yeah. Start your clothing line? Yeah. I, um, cause I, I draw these little characters... I used to draw them a lot more back then when I was young and enthusiastic mm. about the world when I was young and naive. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, should I be the name of the brand, Young and Naive. No, that sounds terrible. <laughs> young and reckless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they just look like crackheads. Like I draw them with like eye bags and they just look beat up, raggedy old clothes and stuff. <laughs> uh, heavily influenced by crust punk music mm. and style. And, yeah, I want to basically screen, screen print those onto some shirts, make some jeans, just make stuff. Uh, it's really fun to play around with clothes. I don't know what it is about it, if it's using my hands or just making something old into something nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, that's the cool thing about thrifting is, like, taking something old and making it new, making it your own. Like, that's, like, customizing it and not having to yeah. contribute to the environmental you, you destruction. Really, you really see the whole thing about how one man's trash is another man's treasure when it comes to thrifting because like someone else will see some Adidas campus at Goodwill and be like, oh, these are <laughs> crappy little shoes. And me, it's like, damn, I can't find these. And I'm so happy, you know? Yeah, that's pretty true because sometimes I find something I really like and I'm like, What's, what the hell is it doing here? That that's me selling on eBay all the time. That's like, I'll post literally the most randomest thing that I just had for a while, and I'm like, "There's no way I'm gonna sell this." And then someone offered me like forty dollars for it, and I'm like, "What?" Like it's it's crazy how people you never know what anyone's ever looking for. Yeah, you can apply that to love. You know, you ever think you're not gonna find someone, and they just they've been looking for you all along. <laughs> but uh, you guys want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a quick break and and uh, come back with a new segment.
All right, and we're back, and we are doing the segment, the One Sip Worms. One Sip Worms. Can I get a One Sip Worms? One Sip Worms. Can I get a higher One Sip One Sip Worms. One Sip Worms. All right, so it's our beer review uh, segment. Uh, today's beer. Please sponsor us Coors Light. <laughs> Yeah, no, we're gonna be like Light. Post Malone. Yeah, but like, I'll take so Bud Light too. we have we all we try to stick to craft beer. So today's craft yeah, beer, you, <laughs> <laughs> you got money like that? Yeah, yeah no, it's uh, you should you'd be surprised how much this podcast makes. Uh, <laughs> limited release Lagunitas, the Hairy Eyeball Ale. Say that again. The Hairy Eyeball Ale, Lagunitas, limited release. Ooh, okay. Well, that it's sucks because if we give it a great review and it's like by the time they go out to get it, it's not. Yeah, it is limited, but at least. But uh, it's also great. You might, you know, you might be able to still catch it. Um, it's brewed in Petaluma, California, and uh, and Chicago. It says, and it's nine point one percent. So it is kind of strong, and it's Lagunitas. I'm a big fan of Lagunitas. It's an IPA. Usually, I think this is should be an IPA. Um, we just got one big bottle to try so yeah we all got to drive so we're not yeah. gonna get rowdy yeah i mean it's a, it's called one sip worms for a reason yeah. so we're, we're encouraging responsible drinking <laughs> yeah everyone you got a bottle opener so. yeah yeah make well, sure to capture the sound of the bottle opening yeah do it on it's, that it's like do some hard oh i'll do it, do it then do it on it's, it's some hardcore asmr yeah all, all right, right can you hold the cup up for me so i could pour it yeah. right to the mic all right it's quiet with the right. keys all right Beautiful. All right. I'm going to do the pouring. All right. Pour us all Pour us all a little bit. Oh, that's so hot. <laughs> oh, fuck. Pass you to the cup. <laughs> These are great sounds. That's some good ASMR, dude. Now we're going to pour that. You can pour a little bit more than that. I mean, it's like, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Split it four ways. Oh, well, this is the first sip, all right? Okay, okay. Keep one asking sip another worms, cup. Right? Yeah, this is a uh, one sip worms, not blackout worms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. First sip, just a little try. We'll start that segment one day, blackout worms. Hey, where's my cup? Yeah, we're good. Uh, All right. Um, so I'm just looking at the head here. It looks kind of. Um, what the <laughs> fuck? The head. Of the, the head. <laughs> the head of the beer. The head of the beer. <laughs> I, I'm seeing. I'm looking at it. It looks a little stouty. It's the fact that you're talking it's about very the head. dark. Give it a smell. How does it smell? Smells also. It smells like a very stout. Sweet. Yeah, very stout. <laughs> smells very uh, a little coffee like. Yeah, very coffee like. I mean, let me let me get some. That's why they call it red eye because it has a like, sort of coffee. <laughs> let right? me get, let me get a good sniff in front of the mic. Yeah, sniff the head real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. How's a good sniff? <laughs> what the head smell like? So actually, I I believe this is a, it's probably a coffee based because it's, it's, it's called a red eye or something. It's nine point one percent, right? Yeah. Can I see the bottle? I one think more I time? caught a little buzz just from sniffing. It's the hairy eyeball. Hairy eyeball. So yeah. I think if you have a hairy eyeball, it's like oh, co- maybe something to do with coffee. Almost dropped mine. So. Maybe it was for Halloween. That's what's limited. Laying there, standing up on the ceiling, heart head pounding. Last night was a dim recollection. How did he get home? Was he d- alone? <laughs> this one does not encourage responsible drinking. All right, well, I'm going to take a sip. Yeah, I'll let you know how it goes. Cheers. Cheers. Wait, Cheers. Let, me, let me catch mine with the mic. That was gross. Cheers. Ugh, I, don't, I don't like it. <laughs> Hold on. Don't, now you biased me. See, we're supposed to take a sip at a time. <laughs> I see Ramon's face. I'm just breathing. It is stouty. No, it's like I think it's a stout. Are you sure? 
I mean, it says it's an ale, but it is sort of like that stouty kind of Guinness-y type. Like, I'm so trash. It's so strong. Low key. It's very strong, but we can let Ramon finish it since he doesn't have to dry. Well, I'll have a little bit more. Whatever. Why do I have Why to me? Because this is, we're the one sip worms and we encourage responsible drinking. So, I would say this is, uh, it is very much like a stout. Can we find any more information on this? Can we Google it? Let me it? tell you, if, if I showed up late to a party and everyone's already having a great time and they're like, Caesar, you got to catch up, this is probably what I would go to. <laughs> For mm. no other reason would I drink this beer. I do not like how it tastes. Do you like Guinness? Yes. I'd say this is kind of a, a, a little bit like Guinness. It's so mm. punchy, though. There's something that just throat punches me. It's donkey punching me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's 9.1%. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm, I like the flavor. It's it's probably just the 9.1% the strong, that's hitting the me. Yeah. Of it. yeah, it almost tastes like like I'm like taking a shot of liquor. It's not that strong. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I would it, it say. It tasted very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Kind of good. <laughs> The whiskey we had in Mexico, produce. Yes, that was that was gasoline. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. About did you this. try mezcal over there? We did. We we had a we had a tour of like. Oh yeah, that was really cool. A te- not a tequileria, but like a spot that just had a bunch of rare tequilas, and they gave us different shots to taste and stuff. Which is why I want to be a tourist now, because I did that whole touristy thing in Mexico, and it was so fun. Yeah, what what you see? Did you talk about this before? Yeah, I've talked about it before. Fuck, but, man. But yeah, I I just that's why when All I go right. to Denver, I want to do some tourist. What's stuff. on your list for touristy shit? Um, I don't know. It's just I, I I think maybe some people can entertain themselves when they go like on like just travel on their own. But it's definitely more fun when, at least in my experience, when you go and like there's touristy stuff. Because, like, let's say you do travel alone and you do, like, a little touristy thing. You get to meet people, and then some people come from, like, different countries, and they're all doing the little touristy thing. Then you make friends, and then you guys, like, you're like, oh, you guys all came alone. Do you guys all want to go grab beers after? And then everyone just hangs out, and you made friends in another from another country in a different country. You know, like, you're all just hanging out somewhere where none of you know anyone and stuff. Because it's, it's hard to meet locals when you go anywhere, you know? And even if you do, they don't want to hang out with you. They're like, just get out of my face. You transplant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, I don't know. That's why I want to do more touristy stuff because you got to meet people. It's more fun. It's organized. And you get to consume the culture because, like, like, if you do, like, a tour at, like, it can turn a really boring street into, like, a really fun street when, like, someone's like, oh, did you know that this is where, like, uh, Abraham Lincoln was shot or something? <laughs> and you're like, wow, this is the theater? <laughs> this is where, like, and then they just make it super interesting. Yeah, like, <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, what are your <laughs> yeah, ratings Mexico for the great. I Okay, um... Mescal was great too. Um, you guys go for it. I've, I I can't make a judgment yet. I'm still processing. Why, what ten. are you processing? Just the taste and the flavor and the overall like. I don't know. Okay, I definitely think this is a lot better than the. What was the one we had last time? Mexicali. Oh yeah, the Mexicali. Cerveza. Mexicali, but it's a different thing. It's this is more of like a. I think it's a good cold weather beer. If you're inside and you like a nice stout with a little bit of chocolatey coffee flavor, like a kind of like a it's kind of like a Modelo Negra, 
but a little bit stronger. And you're trying to get rowdy. I mean, not even rowdy. You can just be hanging out with yeah, the boys. I mean, you're going like, to get rowdy. I mean, just... <laughs> you're going to get really I don't know. rowdy. Whatever, if, you, if alcohol makes you rowdy, then maybe this. But if alcohol makes you relaxed and mellow, then maybe this too. Um, <laughs> That's true. However, uh, because it is a strong beer. Let's, let's get to that. It's 9.1%. It's probably one of the strongest beers you, you'll have in a long time. <laughs> in your life. In your <laughs> life. Um, I like it. I'm going to give it... I gave the oh man. I started high. I said six point eight or six point three for the and six point eight if it has what? tapatio. Last last week we did Mexicali and without tapatio six point three, but with tapatio or yeah tapatio. I don't remember my rating because Thomas, you gave it a six and a six point five. I'm gonna give this a let's do it solid seven. Let's just give it a seven. I know it might be high, but I like it. I'll give it a 6.8. It's a 5 for me. Nothing special. <laughs> All right. I, I'm, okay, I'm a noob. I don't really know about craft beer, but uh, I liked it. I know no one cares about our ratings. Honestly, good to have a sh- uh, multiple perspectives. Yeah. Maybe after our hundredth rating, people will start like seeing it as legitimate because they're like, wow, yeah. these guys have tried a couple beers. I've had a... <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, to me, it was just good from the perspective of someone who doesn't know anything about this. It's not the worst beer I've had. It's definitely pretty good. I drink it again. Uh, see, that's the big yeah, thing. We drink it again. If you like hoppy, bittery beers, this is something for you. But it doesn't taste anything special. No- nothing really new that other people haven't done already. What kind of beer do you usually like? I like uh, fruity or very coffee. If you like coffee, then I don't know why you don't like this. This doesn't really have much of a coffee. Uh, a little it smells, bit. It smells more like it than the flavor hits. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it's... I know this beer was on clearance, so maybe it's not the freshest. <laughs> it's, it's probably not the freshest. True. The <laughs> limit, putting us on blast. The limited release was, was limited like a few months ago. Do you know um, Lagunitas came out with a, a THC beer? Alcohol-free THC? Really? So if you drink that, you're going to get fucking stoned, bro. Damn. Like edible. Yeah. Dang. You don't get drunk. You just get high. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's so dope. They they only sell it like at dispensaries, though? Um, Yeah, yeah. Only at dispensaries. Select ones. Cool. So did you give a rating, George? No, because I don't know how to rate. It's zero. Yeah, we, we we were talking about this last time. I think by by hopefully by next week we're gonna have some sort of rubric for what we're looking for. Like we All can right. talk about no, the scent, right taste, now. scent, taste. Uh, price has to be one of them. Yeah, price. Because if it's like super well, shitty and it's super high price, that's gonna affect my rating. Color. Yeah. Yeah, color is a big yeah. one. Color yeah, is we're a big gonna one be fancy sure. like that. No, we don't have a glass. It's kind of hard to see. <laughs> we're drinking them in solo cups. <laughs> yeah, we are drinking them <laughs> in solo cups. Um, uh. Aftertaste, can we talk about yeah, that? Yeah, aftertaste, like the whole full flavor profile of sip to like it actually tasting on your tongue. Can we talk about vibe? Yeah, what kind of vibe? What was yeah. the optimal night you'd be drinking this? Yeah, I'd say this weather is good for I this like This gives it. me autumn vibes. Yeah. yeah, autumn vibes for sure. Like yeah. I want to be like in Denver, Colorado. Not not winter, we're not there yet. It's I'd not th- it's not coffee. Coffee to me is more wintry. I agree, but I this is this is strong beer for winter. I feel like you're inside all day in winter, <laughs> you're day drinking like a, at 5 at 4 p.m. I don't know. 
This is definitely not. This is definitely not a summer beer. This is not a summer beer. Yeah, it's definitely not. For um, sure, it's not like refreshing. Yeah. Uh, what else? What other factors? I'd say the flavor profile is nice. It is. I think Can we talk about a uh, bottle artwork? Because they really try a lot of these uh, companies. Yeah. It's cool. Because we can have a beer a that we rate eyeball. the lowest, but for some reason it just has great artwork. So like, yeah, I fuck with artwork, dude. I like the artwork. The the Elysians have a really cool one, with the with the hop that's like blowing that cloud mm-hmm. oh, stardust yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That one's really cool. I like that one. Um, so just based on that alone, of what we said, George, do you still have an, uh, a a ballpark estimate rating? Still a five for me. I don't. I'm telling you, I don't. No, I don't notice any of this stuff, man. So look, it was four bucks. It's nine point one percent. I'm gonna drink it. I'm gonna get trashed. So to me, it's good. Thumbs up. That's my rating. All right. So yeah, that's fine. That George has his, uh, the thumbs up, thumbs down method because he is a computer guy. So he's all about the binary. So all about the weed, dude. <laughs> yeah. So let's get some joints in here, bro. Yeah, I'll I'll rate your weed, but I won't rate your beer. All right. Well. Maybe that's the next episode. That's, that's going to be hard for some people to do. But, hey, maybe we could, uh, depending on on uh, some circumstances. So let's, uh, to recap, Caesar, mm, six. Uh, 6.8. Six, didn't you say? Yeah, 6.8. I gave it a 7. Ramon, the critic, gave it a 5. And <laughs> George gave it a thumbs up. It is called the Lagunitas. Hairy eyeballs. The hairy, eye- <laughs> the hairy eyeball. Reading the it on their website though, it's like you're supposed to drink this in the day after you're hungover. <laughs> no way. Yeah, they, re- look on the side too. Okay, I would not drink that if I'm hungover. Yeah, it says uh, basically on their website. Um, well, actually, I might. When you're hungover, the you trick want, is to get drunk again. Yeah, right? it's the hair of the dog because it's like hairy eyeball, hair of the dog. So it's like. What's the hair of the dog? It's like you drink in the morning. Like a little bit of alcohol. So the hair of the dog, the bitch. This is your buzz. This is your buzzing. Um, hmm. So it's like laying there, staring at the ceiling, head pounding. Last night was a dim recollection. How did you get home? Were you alone? Looking to the left and right, the answer was yes, maybe. His head was full of rag water, bitters, and blue misery. His teeth felt like he'd be chewing aluminum, and his breath smelled like a burning tractor tire. There was a wrenching knot somewhere between his liver and East St. Louis, and he couldn't be sure whether or not he'd wet himself. That's Ramon wetting himself. Um, yeah, a yellow dude. sine wave rang in his ears so loud it made his teeth itch, and he was sure that if he touched his skin anywhere, it would inclu- induce a rhythmic retching jag. If all that weren't bad enough, he found himself smiling at the realization that there was still one warm, half-empty, flat, hairy eyeball on the nightstand. Yes, there is a god. So Lagunitas is plant is like trying to make this like a hangover beer or like drink this in the morning after you get really wasted. Um, I don't I don't know uh, any beer companies that's uh, like day drinking besides like mimosas, I guess. But hey, if 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 you're into uh, getting, I mean we're into s- responsible drinking. So I'm. I'm but if we were to black out, this is what we would drink. <laughs> if only Ramon had this last week. If only. Well, I didn't have a hangover the day after, so I'm chilling. Wait. Are you... S- okay. Well, I threw it all out. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, that was our segment, and I... 
I think that's our show today. So, and do we want to end it off with a song? Yes. Yeah. Can it be the song I showed you, Ramon? Be that young lean. Yeah, play that young <laughs> lean, bro. All right, young lean. Young lean. young lean, crystal, what? Crystal City. Crystal City, young lean, and ASAP Ferg. Hopefully, we don't get sued. Crystal living like
Thank you for listening to the Tapeworms Podcast. And as always, keep it wormy.